0: you now are stepping into these very big shoes to step into, Lord, and we pray your blessing on her, that you would anoint her, that you would protect her, and that you would
1: inspire her, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. amen.
2: amen. I just want to pray.
3: Um, Heavenly anything- Father, please guide her steps in all that she does. Please show her.
2: Rachel, thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Now, Mark is going to just uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, Big Green Week.
4: Uh, thanks, Mark. Good morning, Church and everybody online. Yeah, this is the second Big Week, Big Green Week that we've had. Um, facilitated by the parish council and led by a small group of volunteers. I hope most of you have had a chance to see the slides that have been turning through on the up, up on the projector. We've been blessed with a beautiful week. Uh, we had a great eco-fair at the beginning of the week on, on the Saturday in conjunction with Oak Meadow School and there was uh, lots of stores there that gave guidance and help on what we can do to help the environment. Uh, we've had litter picking events during the week on Lith Hill, Pulley Lane, and um, the, the Paz Pool in the top pitch. And many bags were collected of, of bits and pieces, but not too bad, I must say. Um, we had a, a lovely uh, hedgehog building session yesterday uh, with lots of young children coming down to make a hedgehog house, uh, which they were able to take away. Um, we've been able to reseed the wild flower border down on the A49. And Oak Meadows School again came down and did the seeding for us and we were very ably helped by uh, Shrewsbury Town Council and they came and did the preparation work and guided them on the sowing as well. Uh, we had a fantastic talk uh, in the Memorial Hall from Ed Andrews who's the uh, Countryside Parks Manager for the South and he gave us a talk about Lith Hill and one fact that I took away was that as a minimum there's 60,000 people a year go up to lift hill um, and that, that's 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 as a minimum because they have a little uh, recorder at one gate but not at the other gate so there'll be more coming up from there um, so i think i think that's probably it so we're going to be having and we've had church services both at methodist and here um, so it's going to be it's going to happen next year um, around about the same time so please keep your eyes open um, i have to confess i was a bit so on the uptake i was away two weeks before the event And therefore, I didn't do any announcements in church. So you guys probably didn't get the same notice as you would normally get. But uh, normal service will be resumed next year, I promise. So that's that's what Big Green's all about. It's about raising awareness and understanding within the village because we have agreed as a parish to be carbon neutral by 2030. So we've all got things we need to be doing. Thank you.
2: Mark will be back to preach a bit later. Okay, we have some opening words at the start of our time together, at the start of our worship. So do join in the words in bold time. The time for harvest is close at hand. What have you done with the gifts God has given you? We have brought our gifts to the house of the Lord. Praise God for the gifts and for the opportunities, for the service, that they represent. We praise God for all the ways in which our lives have been blessed. Generous God, accept our gifts and our lives this day. Loving God, accept our praise and gratitude. Amen. Amen. So do stand if you're able and Sue will lead us in song now. You are welcome here amongst us. You are welcome in this place. And we pray that as we worship you, Father God, that our lives would be changed by you. As Holy Spirit, you come and inhabit in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do have a seat as we come to a time of confession. And as we say sorry to God, again, please do join in the words in bold time. Human sin disfigures the whole of creation, which groans with eager longing for God's redemption. And so we come to confess our sin in penitence and faith. We confess to you, God, our lack of care for the world that you have given us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We confess to you, God, our selfishness in not sharing the earth's bounty fairly. Christ, have mercy. We confess to you, Lord, our failure to protect resources for others. And so uh, now the children and young people are going to go out to their groups, uh, and uh, we'll pray for them, and also as they go, we're going to sing the song, I Am A New Creation. So let me just pray for them, and then we'll sing the song soon. Father, we pray for all the children and young people here today. We thank you for them. We uh, pray that you be with them in their group now, the children and the young teenagers too. Bless their leaders. Bless them as they walk with you. In Jesus' name. And so we sing, do stand to sing together. Is going to come and bring us our Bible reading. Thank you, Carolyn.
0: Today's reading is taken from Psalm 104, starting at verse 1, but then jumping to verse 10 to the end. Praise the Lord, my soul, Lord, my God. You are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. He makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the sky nest by the waters. They sing among the branches. He waters the mountains from his upper chambers. The land is satisfied by the fruit of his work. He makes grass grow for the cattle and plants for people to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth, wine that gladdens human hearts oil to make their faces shine, and bread that sustains their hearts. The trees of the Lord are well watered, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. There the birds make their nests, the stalk has its home in the junipers. The high mountains belong to the wild goats. The crags are a refuge for the hyrax. He made the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away. They return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work, to their labor until evening. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea. Vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and Leviathan, which you formed, to frolic there. All creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to
2: God. Let's pray for Mark, shall we, as he comes to preach. Father God, we thank you for Mark. Thank you for all that he brings to our village, to our church, and wider Lord. Bless him now as he speaks from your word. And may we hear and respond and obey. In Jesus' name. Amen.
4: Well, good morning again and uh, thank you for this opportunity to talk to you this morning. This Sunday, as I said earlier, marks the end of Basin Hill Big Green Week and I hope in some way you've been able to be involved. And I hope, like me, you found that uh, movie a little bit uh, emotional and moving and also for, for thought-provoking. Our reading today shows God's love and care for us. His provision of water, he makes grass grow and plants for us to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth, even wine, oil and bread. Every environment God has has created caters a home for living things, birds in the trees, high mountains for the goats. God even provides darkness for us to rest and for others to hunt. The natural rate of extinction is estimated to be one to five species per year. But due to our impact on the environment, the current rate is somewhere between 1,000 and 10,000 species times faster. On average, that means that one species per hour is going extinct. All creatures have a value before God because God made them and called them good, as it says in Genesis 1. And I hope you would agree with me that it's sad to hear this rate of extinction and maybe even nudges us to think about what we could do to help in this situation. I don't know about you, but when I'm out walking, observing the floor on the fauna, I'm always struck by the intricate details of our environment created by God for us. And on a clear night, when you look up at the stars and wonder at the number and detail and what you see... And the enormous distances involved, it's amazing. The symmetry of a flower head, the wonderful colours on a bird, the fascinating patterns of the leaves with the sun behind them, and the details of the small insects scuttling about in the undergrowth. Our God is indeed great. As the reading says in verse 24, how many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of all your creatures. And Nehemiah 9, 6 says, You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens even the highest heavens and all the starry hosts on the earth and all that is on it in the seas and all that is in them. You gave life to everything and the multitudes of heaven worship you. Verse 27 and 28 of our reading shows how much God cares for his creation, providing food and good things for all that he has created. And Matthew six twenty-six says, He feeds the birds of the air. And verse 28, the lilies in the field, they do not labour or spin, and yet they are more splendid than Solomon in all his splendour. Our God has a living relationship with all of creation. And he wants us to experience the same. He gave all creation the ability to worship him as their creator. Psalm 96, 11, 13 says, Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the seas resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord. For he comes, he comes to judge the earth, he will judge the world in righteousness, and the people in his fullness, in his faithfulness. Our God has created an environment that was in perfect harmony, everything having a part to play, nothing created without purpose. Luke twenty-six, twelve sorry, Luke twelve, six says, Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them? Is forgotten by God. Climate change and damage to the environment is man-made, not God. And human activities such as deforestation, excessive use of pesticides, meat production and poultry production, overfishing, excessive use of fossil fuels, oil, gas and coal, production of methane from livestock, and organic waste in landfill, and huge amounts of plastic, all finding their way into the ecosystem, have upset the perfect harmony that God created. How does that make us feel? The impact of all of this is having a very serious consequence on the environment. And yes, we do need government to bring about significant change in policy, law, and behaviors. However, can I also suggest that we as individuals we can also play our part in helping to reduce these impacts. We are made in God's image and given free will. We are not micromanaged by God. He places his trust in us to do the right thing. Whatever we decide to do, the good news is that we start from a position of forgiveness freely given to us by Jesus on the cross. We have been given a responsibility for the environment. Genesis 1, 28, 29 says, God blessed them all and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. Let's look at what it is meant by rule over. Some might interpret this to mean that we have been put in charge and are free to do whatever we want, and that there is no, therefore no problem with any of the ad, ad, adverse impacts that our actions might have on the environment. Is this being salt and light to the world? Should we not look at this as being a privileged position entrusted and delegated to us by God, who ultimately has the absolute authority above all creation? Psalm 24:1 says, "The earth is the laws and everything in it, the world and all who live in it." So how should we approach this responsibility? One Peter 2:16 says, "Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil." But living as servants of God, the character of Jesus gives us a big clue as to how we should conduct ourselves in this position of trust. Jesus having a servant heart for those in minority, the repressed and the helpless. At this point, I would like to ask us a challenging question. Are we here to serve and look after the environment? In the way that God would want us to, rather than abuse the authority we have been given. God was careful how He made the world. We must not be careless about how we care for it. And Billy Graham, the great evangelist, said, and I quote When we fail to see the world as God's creation, we will end up abusing it. Selfishness and greed take over and we end up not caring about the environment or the problems we're creating for future generations. Being a Christian means having a living relationship with God. Through that relationship, we will hopefully see the environment from God's perspective, which will help us to understand what our approach towards all creation should be. God created all things, and therefore we should have his love for all things. John 13 34, a new command I give you love one another as I loved you, so you must love one another. Means also caring for creation. The actions we take can be significant in helping to combat the impacts of climate change, such as the creation of food shortage, land loss through flooding, poverty, and displacement disease and pollution impacts on biodiversity, and much more. Some might say, what difference will my individual actions make? Could I counter this by saying that it's better to have 99 people doing it badly than one person doing it perfectly? So what can we do as individuals? Well, not waste our resources, specifically water and energy, Do not leave the tap running while we wash your teeth, turn the thermostat down a degree or two, turn the heating off when we we don't need it, and remember to turn the lights off when we leave a room. Perhaps switch your electricity supplier to a green supplier. Switch to low energy bulbs. Only boil the water you need in the kettle. And given the current energy crisis, not only will this be helping our climate, but it will also help reduce your bills as well. Think about how we can reduce the waste we create. Do we need to buy something? Look at the use before date. Try not to throw food out. Throw out food items just because of the best before date. And buy food with less packaging. Buying drinks in disposable cups. Have your own and save money as well. And those are the adage, repair and reuse, rather than throw away and buy new. In today's society, we have a temptation to just buy new when something's run out. But think about, is that necessary? And could we reuse and recycle? The three R's are important in our education system, and I'm not treating you as children, but think of the three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle. Consider the way we travel. Could we walk or use a bike? rather than take the car? Is car sharing an option, or the use of public transport? When we replace our cars, consider an electric vehicle. And buying locally has two benefits, in that it supports local businesses and reduces the carbon footprint of what we purchase. We could eat, eat, eat less meat and help reduce methane emissions, improve the insulation of our homes, and even a draft exclusion by a door could be helpful. And consider the use of renewable energy. Could we install solar panels on our property? A number of these items are simple and straightforward to do. And if we all made these choices, it will make a difference. So as I draw to a close, can I please each, can I urge each of us to acknowledge that the contributions we can make, however small, can make a difference and help to reduce the impact of climate change, and to seek God's guidance in what we can do, each individually, to help bring our climate back from the brink. And through that, show our love to others in this world, and our gratitude to our wonderful Creator God. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, We thank you for your creation and provision you have made for us and ask your forgiveness for anything we have done to harm your environment or influence adversely the lives of others on this planet. Please help us to take bold action as individuals towards mitigating the effects of climate change. Help us to care for your creation in such a way that we reflect your love and glory to others through our actions. We ask this in your dear son's name. Amen.
2: Thank you, Mark, very much indeed. So we're going to sing as a response now to that. And uh, Sue and... Uh, will lead us in this great hymn uh, that we sing uh, from time to time, All Creatures of Our God and King. Let's stand to sing together. Jack will lead us in our prayers.
5: Thank you, Lord, for our amazing world, for the big, the small and all the bits in between. Thank you for the wide oceans, the vast forests, the plains, the deserts, and the big skies. Thank you for the small, the miracles of a snowflake, of a perfect flower head, or the tiny swallow that flies 20,000 miles each year on its migration path. Thank you, Lord, for the beauty of where we live in Shropshire. We pray that it will be valued and cared for by Shropshire Council, by businesses, by farmers, and by us as individuals. And at harvest time, we thank you, Lord, for our food and the work of the people who grow it, who prepare it, and who distribute it to us. Help us to think carefully about where it comes from and to choose our food from sources that grow sustainably and care for the soil and the land on which it is grown. And we pray that the animals which are part of this vast agricultural system will be treated with care and respect and that we remember that they are all your creatures. We pray, Lord, about the whole issue of climate change, about our understanding of it and our role in reducing the threat that it poses to your world. Please guide us in the choices that we make as individuals, as Mark has said in his sermon, or as part of a group such as our church, in the way that we use energy, when we think about the cars we drive, about the waste we generate, about the causes and the charities we support. This can be such a huge and daunting subject, Lord, but we pray that you will give us the understanding both of the seriousness of the threats from climate change but also the roles that we can play in tackling it. Finally, Lord, we pray for a greater understanding of the ways in which the changing climate is disproportionately damaging the lives of the poorest people and the most vulnerable people in your world. Jesus instructed us to care for the poor, and we can begin to do that by becoming more aware of how countries like Pakistan, Somalia, sub-Saharan Africa And the Pacific Islands, amongst many others, are being devastated by the effects of climate change. Give us the wisdom and the commitment, Lord, to lead more sustainable, less greedy lives, not necessarily dominated by growth, growth, growth. And to realize that by doing this, we are helping to answer your call to seek justice for the poor. Amen.
2: Thank you, Jack. And so we come to share the peace, the peace that God has won for us by his son dying on the cross. Uh, We're saying uh, do feel free to uh, share the peace with each other if you would like to, Uh, but obviously in the continuing COVID environment, if you would rather keep some social distance uh, we are suggesting that you stay sat uh, if you would rather just have that bit of distance between you, uh, and we 'll have some music quietly played as we share the peace. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body, by the cross. we meet in His name, and we share His peace. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. so let 's share the peace with each other. Going to use Eucharistic Prayer D. The Lord be with you. you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Almighty God, good Father to us all, your face is turned towards your world. In love, you gave us Jesus, your Son, to rescue us from sin and death. Your word goes out to call us home to the city where angels sing your praise. We join with them in heaven's song. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Father of all, we give you thanks for every gift that comes from heaven to the darkness Jesus came as your light with signs of faith and words of hope he touched untouchables with love and washed the guilty clean this is his story this is our song hosanna in the last the crowds came out to see your son yet at the end they turned on him on the night he was betrayed he came to table with his friends to celebrate the freedom of your people. This is his story. This is our song. Hosanna in the house. Jesus blessed you, Father, for the food. He took bread and gave you thanks. He gave it to them saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. Jesus then gave thanks for the cup, for the wine. He took the cup, gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. This is our story. This is our song. Hosanna in the highest. Therefore, Father, with this bread and this cup, we celebrate the cross on which he died to set us free. Defying death, he rose again and is alive with you to plead for us and all the world. This is our story. This is our song. Hosanna in the highest. Send your spirit on us now that by these gifts we may feed on Christ with open eyes and hearts on fire. May we and all who share this food offer ourselves to live for you And to be welcomed at your feast in heaven where all creation worships you father son and holy spirit blessing and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever amen as our savior has taught us so we pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body. Because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. If you're not sure of our custom at this time, uh, receive the bread from the table in the middle and then the wine. Uh, from either side, and the non-alco- non-alcoholic uh, will be over on the side over here where Carolyn is. The body of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. The blood of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. Let's pray for those who can't be with us this morning. Father, we lift you those who can't be here amongst us in person. We pray that you'd be with them wherever they are, in hospital, at home. And Lord, we ask that you would touch them by your Spirit, bring them your healing and your comfort, in Jesus' name. Now we're going to say this prayer together after communion. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, creator of light and giver of life. To you be glory and praise forever. In Jesus your light has shone out and you have given your Holy Spirit as a mighty stream of life-giving water to refresh and renew the face of the earth. Let your light shine in us that we may be beacons of justice and bearers of hope. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Amen. So let's have our final hymn. After that we'll maybe have the children up to show us what they've been doing. But let's stand and sing this wonderful hymn together. Tell out my soul, let's stand to sing together. So do you have a seat? And I'm wondering if Ian, have the children got anything they'd like to show us? Display, talk about, have they young people as well? Of course you can.
6: Okay, I'm not gonna embarrass them by asking them to come up, but I'm just gonna let you know what we've done um, in our group this morning. So there were um, five, Um, young people who are in year seven and eight of secondary school and I hope you share my excitement that we now have a group of that age who are part of church, Susie does, so um, please do be praying, please do be chatting to them, please do be supporting them. It's really, really important that we do that as a church and that we show them that we value them, that we're pleased that they're here and um, that we want to do all we can to support them. So we were um, f- continuing with um, what you've been thinking about. We were thinking about Big Green Week 2, and Ellie brought along some rubbish. Um, it was nice, clean rubbish, actually. It's a good job it was Ellie's rubbish, not ours. And we thought about what we could do. The um, young people were great in thinking about what we could reuse what we could recycle, what we could compost, those kind of things. Then we got into the Bible, we thought about the story of Moses and Joshua, and we looked at a little clip of the Prince of Egypt when Moses parted the Red Sea, but we noticed that because um, the Israelites messed up, it wasn't actually Moses that led them into the Promised Land, it was the much younger Joshua. So we linked that with kind of what's happened in the fact that when I was at school, Thirty-five years ago, the evidence was building as to what we were doing to our planet, but we haven't really done an awful lot about it. So we link that with how young people now, like Joshua, are rising up and um, challenging us and wanting to bring change. And finally, we didn't have time to colour them, but we talked about the promise um, given to Joshua about being strong and courageous. And not being discouraged and remembering that the Lord your God is with you wherever you go wherever you go. And so we said to um, take that home, to colour it in and to remember that in everything you face this week, God is with you. So that's what we did. Um.
3: Good morning, everyone. What we did was at Children's Club, we talked about food. And underneath, the children are holding up a piece of paper. It's got Thank You, God, for the harvest, and Thank You for the food we enjoy. And what we did was we talked about how Jeremiah was asked by God to buy a field. And the field was absolutely huge, it was the size of Baston Hill. And Jeremiah was thinking, well, what on earth can I do with this field? So what Jeremiah did was he planted some tomatoes, and at harvest, he harvested the tomatoes, and he put them on the pizza, because pizza also comes from corn. So Jeremiah got some corn, he harvested the corn, and made the flour to make the the pizza dough. The other things we talked about was uh, he then put some cows on the field, which produced some milk, which gave the cheese to go on the pizza, also gave the cheese to go on the burger. And the other thing as well, because it was really, really hot in Baston Hill many, many years ago, Jeremiah also grew some cocoa beans, which produced chocolate, which we all like to enjoy every so often. Thank you.
2: Thank you, children. Thank you also, Debbie, for letting us know what the young people did as well. And so hear this blessing as we go our way into all that the wheat will bring us. May God, who clothes the the lilies... Start again. May God, who clothes the lilies and feeds the birds of the sky, who leads the lambs to pasture and the deer to water, who multiplied loaves and fishes and changed water into wine, lead us, feed us, multiply us and change us to reflect the glory of our creator now and through all eternity and the blessing of god almighty father son and holy spirit be with you this day and always amen and so we go in peace to love and to serve the lord in the name of christ